Hello and welcome to ABW. Uh, this is our post-game show for Arsenal 2, West Ham 1. Well, after a day that was full of thrills, spills, loads of goals, Arsenal came along and made it a dull affair for everybody. And tonight, uh, as we are now bringing these down to just, it's just the two of us, uh, it's Danny who joined me this evening. Hello, Danny. Evening, Governor. You all right? Yeah, very well, thank you. Uh, there's, I just don't know how we really start with this game, to be honest, because it's... Uh, Expectation, I think that was the main thing. I expected to go out there and hammer them. Yeah, yeah, to uh, not use the pun of uh, <laughs> hammer the hammers. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, where do we really start with the game? Uh, only Line one ups. change. Yeah, only one change. Oh, from, yeah. Kieran. Uh, oh, no, two changes, sorry. Um, well, we saw Saka come in for Maitland-Niles Conservative. And Sabios came in for Mo Nanny. Uh, which what do you call him? Mo Nanny. <laughs> I've caught involved with the old bit. Uh, so, yeah. what do you think of like? I thought it was a bit harsh of El Nanny being uh, dropped or rotated out for Sabios. Well, I think it's been, it's been made very clear to him that if you are coming back to Arsenal, we're not going to ship you out on loan again or sell you just yet. That you are not going to be one of the main two. The main two is always going to be Sabios and Xhaka. And I'm well, I'm more surprised that he played the first game because uh, Sabios had only just come back to the club for, for what maybe less than a week. And yeah. uh, I think I think we probably won't see El Nenny starting any games again. Although, yeah, like you're saying, he is. He was. Uh, he was pretty good when he played. Did the job. He can't complain about it. In fact, he probably made less mistakes in that Fulham game than um, than Xhaka made in in the game tonight. Because uh, the first half, he made a couple of mistakes. Well, again, a lot of people made a couple of mistakes, didn't they? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because it was. I think the first 25 minutes was. Should we say what's the polite way for it? Horrific. <laughs> I mean, we were all over the place in terms of the passing, and we couldn't string a decent pass together at all. Uh, do you think West Ham anything to do with that? You know, better opposition. <laughs> Well, I think they, they came expecting to not easily be able to win because they're in a team that's in a little bit of turmoil. I don't really think the, the players overly like the manager, that the fans don't like the stadium or the owners. And I know when Moyes came there in the first place, he was only there for a short term and he did well and he wanted more money and they said no. And so he left again. And then, then they got the, the, the Peregrine Falcon bloke in with the grey hair. Peregrine, per, Peregrini, Pellegrini. I got there eventually. So... Uh, yeah, and I, th- I think they might have been quite surprised because haven't you wondered why Saka hasn't played in the cup final, the charity shield, and didn't start against Fulham? I think tonight we saw why. He doesn't look like it. There's something not right with him. There was so many balls he was giving away. And uh, when he was getting it, he wasn't um, doing the pinpoint passing that he has done before. I mean, last season, 12 assists he got for us. And when you combine that with the fact that whenever the ball came to William, if he immediately tried to touch it off again, it was messing up and giving the ball away. And that reminded me of a tweet I saw from a bitter Chelsea fan who said, you wait until you start seeing William giving the ball away over and over. And he did that about seven times in the first half. I mean, not that you ex- he has to, when the ball is kicked and it, bounced, it bounces to him, it's not like a pass. And then he wasn't controlling it properly. And he did give away a couple of stray passes as well. But I think West Ham just made the most of those, those little things there happening. Yeah, I completely agree that... They, we should have been one or two nil down by, I think, in the first 25 minutes because they were all over us. And as I say, we just couldn't string a pass together. And do you think Kieran Tierney getting injured in the warm up made that a substantial difference? Or do you think because everybody was bad, it can't <laughs> down to poor Kalafanich and. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I'm still sorting out all of our links because we're live on Facebook, people, uh, currently on Facebook. There's bloody there's six people. Hold on, I'm going to type hello. Um, yeah, I'm watching it and I thought, hold on, why is, why is Jacka talking to Kolasinic? That's, oh dear. Oh, don't tell me someone's injured. And then um, uh, Mr. Collings, uh, Scoop Collings, Lequiff, I went and checked him first. That's the first place I go when I want to know what's going on. And Collings said that he had a tight hip and they didn't want to risk it. And I thought, oh, right. So that means uh, we're definitely playing three at the back and then we're going to try and have... 
uh, Kalasnic running down that left-hand side. And for someone who, when, I mean, when was the last time Kalasnic even played a game? Do you know that without looking it up? Because I certainly don't. Uh, I couldn't... Th- it would have been last season. Hmm. I think we saw him... Well, I don't think we saw him after Tierney was fit, to, did we? Um, someone, because it's only the two of us tonight, someone go and have a look and see when the last time that he uh, that he did play. Actually, we're going to break a little bit of ABW history here. That's that was me. It is going to be Hussein Ghassan. Um Is that Hassan? No, Hassan. There's no. Don't, I'm not saying the G. The first person ever to say hello on Facebook, followed up by the scumbag that is Steve Rogers. Look at him. You, he's, he's either loaded or he's blessed because she's far too good for you, you scumbag. He doesn't look like Captain America at all. <laughs> Hold on, it's Steve's for ugly win makes you grin. Yeah, <laughs> coming from that that tramp. Uh, yeah, I've known him for a very long time. Oh, here we go, another person on Facebook. Evening, gents. I'd like to report a mugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think West Ham. What was the question you asked me before I went off on a tangent? Because I'm excited because we're streaming to three places at once. It's the future, Josh. Much like your pictures behind you that I think are fantastic. This is the future. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have to say, it's a lovely, uh, lovely gift. Both of these above me, the uh, the globe oh. was already here. The uh, was it full of gin? Full of full of gin. <laughs> I mean, we might do that if we ever get a game that's slightly boring. We'll do uh, a question on what's in my globe this evening. It'll be a new segment for ABW. <laughs> it could be a running segment when things get a little bit quiet. When we've had a nil-nil away at, uh, at Bolton in the league couple, I don't know. I made that up. You'd go. What's what's in the globe? What's in the globe this evening, Jeff? <laughs> we're off track as well, aren't we? We're, oh. we're really off a track. Quick, grab we knew it back that would happen track. after seven minutes, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, and it was a bit like Arsenal. To be fair, we started it and we're a bit all over the place, but we yeah. did manage to snatch snatch a goal. Um, <laughs> I think. Well, uh, Lacazette with a header. Yep. I think it came against the run of play, to be honest, even for an Arsenal goal. And as Arsenal fans, it was... What did you make of it? I thought it was fantastic. And I was just waiting for the uh, the, the the new VAR, the new offside, the new thing that now that um, UEFA control our VAR decisions and our offside decisions and all that. And I was just thinking, ah, it's just like a couple of seasons ago when it first came in. You're thinking, I don't know. When a goal's no longer a goal, you need written confirmation from three undersides by three signatures before before you can celebrate. I celebrated anyway, and then I remembered, oh shit, this is probably going to be disallowed. But then they showed the replay, and then the Saka coming running. Was it Saka? I think that I think Xhaka gave it to Saka because I remember thinking I'm going to say the Xhaka Saka combination and then mess it up. And then Saka put it through to Obama Young, and that was a, a Nats testicle away from being offside. And then a wonderful – when I was watching it, um, people, I'm waving my hands like I know what I'm going on about, and you see um, Lacazette coming running in from the far right-hand side – uh, or the, uh, the uh, down our right hand side, and their left back um, Musaka, the one who looks like the the main bloke out of Ballers, very very handsome young man, and uh, he's running in late. And I'm thinking, only on the replay, I saw that and thought, bloody hell, no one's marking him. You see Lacazette running in, giving it a swerve, giving it a shimmy, and uh, jumps up header. I mean, that is the kind of thing that wasn't so long ago, was it? That that Lacazette would have put that over or missed it when he had no confidence. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think to us, the confidence he's kind of got that back with his goal against Fulham yeah. last weekend. That he looks like I wouldn't say our most potent forward because we still have Bamiyang in our forward line. But mm. at the moment, yeah, he looks it's great and it's great for everybody at Arsenal if Lacazette is back and firing because we've nice. always had a history of great centre forwards. I squealed a little like a little piggy when that goal went in. Um, and then what else happened after that? I think then we had a, uh, we had. Remember when um, we first went to the Emirates and Wenger was doing peak Wenger, and we had all the dwarfs playing in midfield, and it was pass, 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 pass. Yeah. And then it got to the point where the, the crowd are shouting, "Shoot, shoot!" If there'd have been a crowd there tonight, that's what we'd have been shouting. Was that getting on your nerves? I mean, although it's 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 clever to go "Hey, ole," which no one was doing, but. No, it's, it's, it was frustrating me that it was forward, forward, back, back, forward, for, for what, five, six minutes at a time? I think the worst thing for me was seeing that kind of recycling possession. But when we had an option of breaking forward, I saw it uh, from Willian, especially in that first half. Some of his passes were so off. 
you know, he, he was meant to kind of play it in the space in front of his, uh, you know, fellow colleague. And instead it was going behind him or slowing or breaking just the complete pace out of, out of a game mm. at all. And it was just, it, it didn't help the fact that, you know, we couldn't string passes together, that when a good move looked to be opening up, we still had players just completely breaking it down with poor decision-making. And you could see that, you know, some of these players have either never played together or, uh, you know, it's they're coming off a, a weird kind of pre-season because it kind of felt like that. Because we only had two pre-seasons game, two, and we had, uh, was it one against Brentford and then yeah. one against Villa? Or was it the other way around? Uh, we play QPR as well behind close doors. Not Brentford, QPR. Was it Brentford? We didn't have Brentford, did we? Uh, we played Brentford in a friendly during the season before the FA Cup final and we lost. Oh, see, it's all, uh, oh, there's more people. Hold on, I'm going to go and say hello to some of the people. There is. Right. Uh, I will go through YouTube as well, you know, the originals, because uh, I've seen Corey Austin's come in here with his Preston North End badge. Uh, <laughs> I haven't changed it, have I? No, got oh, my Thunder Road, Joshua Page, Jeffy82. Yeah, it's all the regulars. I think Pete Coulson's been in there. Um, someone said my moustache looked like uh, should be adorned by somebody who prefers the um, company of people under the age of 16, which I'm not rising to at all. <laughs> um, but yeah. Have yeah, you got anybody from Twitch? Is, anybody, is anyone twitching on Twitch? There is a few people. There is. Um, it, just, it just updated itself. Uh, where is it? You shitbag. Oh, we go. That's one I was looking for. Barry Gunn 71 says, Evening, fellas. Uh, Russ Wilkinson on the Facebooking says, uh, Watching all the sideway passes from Xhaka and Ceballos and nobody breaking the lines or showing any creativity makes you realise how lucky we were to have Santi. I think Russ should come and do the show. That's exactly the point I was trying to... Look at how big the graphics are. I think they've changed the size of the graphics on this. That's it's huge. Very, very big. And they're getting it all is. the words in there as well. I think you know what I'm, you know what I'm surprised about, Josh? Don't don't tell anyone I'm telling you this, but you know people have their pictures, don't they? Like Pete Colson's got that. Why hasn't anybody put a porn picture in there so when it pops up... <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, you scumbags. Don't, don't encourage them, Danny. It's going to be a nightmare now. This is all we're going to get is just, you know, I thought we were the only tits that you'd get on the screen, but. Mm. Let's get it back on track. So we're one nil up, 25, track, 25 yeah. minutes gone. And then Ryan Fredericks decides to try and kill one of our players. Oh, what do you think about that? Uh, there were some tackles going in, weren't they? This was, this was like, a, I think because it was eight o'clock on a Saturday, it had thrown everybody off and they thought it was Sunday league. It was a game so late on a Saturday. It might as well have been Sunday morning down on Hackney Marshes because there were some robust challenges, I'd say. To be fair to Michael Oliver, he refed it with the same kind of, you know, if we put a dodgy tackle in, he'd give us, the, he was consistent in that regard, but I'm not sure what that's what to do with that at all i don't like him he always has the look of uh you know when when you're at school and you know not no you didn't have a milk money at school you know pre a prefect at school where they're they're a scumbag little nobody and then as soon as they get made a prefect they're walking around with their with their smart hair and they're tied done up properly going you're not allowed to do that and i'm a pre that's how i get the feeling that michael oliver is the whole time he has a, a kind of look that he's want to give him a slap and tell him to shut up i'm going to kick people if i want to yeah am i wrong yeah. Uh, no, I think he's got that kind of air on him as well, especially as he's mm -hmm. quite young compared to all the rest of the refs. I call it traffic warden syndrome. You're, you're a little <laughs> nobody and you've suddenly got a little bit of power. Much like the like moderators in most uh, non-Arsenal-related uh, shows because they're all scumbags. Oh, yeah, we've got one of the people who has been a mug and given and paid for the YouTube thing and got himself a little badge, Billy, Bill Butler. Hi, guys. Bill Butler. We, Bill Butler, we got away with that tonight. We certainly bloody did. And also, there's our Corey. And yeah. uh, look what you get for all your wonderful money. You get your name in green and you get a Preston North End badge next to your <laughs> name. That's it. That's all you get. Okay. Shouldn't do it. But it's it's going to go to a good cause. Yeah. yeah so, um, As... who did you take out? Fredrick? Oh, I can't remember, to be honest. Uh, I down, don't even I remember left -hand that. Side, wasn't it? If it was down the left-hand side, he's got a choice of taking out Saka. He didn't take out Kalasinic. He wouldn't have been. And to be fair, Sabios spent 
the majority of the game, I think, on the floor rather than <laughs> on his two feet. It was worse than a, a drunk on New Year's Eve because he was just constantly on the floor. Oh, uh, we should say the AFC Freddy 8, Chris has given Bill Butler a pirate wave as well. Because That's he part is, of the deal. Yeah, part of the deal. If you go up to certain tiers, certain ABW regulars will do things for you. <laughs> no, not like that. Get your minds out of the gutter. Oh, here we go. Uh, these people are doing a better job than us. It was, in fact, Saka. I vaguely, and I think then we carried on playing, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, down yeah, left he, hand down. he was just on the floor. And everybody's going, ah, but I've been, no, we're going to carry on going, keep on attacking, and uh, just laid down. And then he mustn't have been badly injured because a little while after the foul, he got up and then he was down by the touchline. I think he tried to put the ball across. Yeah, that's why I was. I didn't really think much further for it because they didn't show a replay of what happened. And it was just, oh, Whoever was down is back up because he's not on the floor anymore. That's how I knew if he was okay. But just in general in that first half, I think we did then start to get back into the game. But should we talk through their equaliser? Hold on, well? Thunder's, Thunder's got a question. Uh, Chris still hasn't got sent. I've sent Chris your email, Thunder, and he hasn't got back to you because he's a scumbag. And Thunder Road says, any idea if you should take a cut of the membership money? Any donations and any of that? They take 30%. So if you know where I live, just come and put it through my letterbox or um, bury it in my front garden. But, uh, yeah, hold on, yeah. Uh, Michael on from – this is Michael from Sweden, who's been uh, one of our longest Twitch followers. He says, uh, when they moved the match to today, I thought, great, I get to enjoy watching the Arsenal my birthday. Cue the Curb Your Enthusiasm outro. What does this – can we sing happy birthday to him, Josh? Uh, no, we can say no. happy birthday to him, though, because we'll get sued for copyright and then we'll lose <laughs> any form of monetization that comes on this video. So, Oddly. Yes. We made seven pounds from a YouTube video a while. Normally we make about fifty p. I fuck knows what happened. Probably because Chris was on. Go on then. Doubt, Happy I birthday, Michael. Happy birthday, Michael. Um, presumably with your uh, username of two, not, well, twenty nine ninety nine. You were a uh, time traveller, and you're actually from that year. Hold on, you're from the year three thousand. It doesn't, shouldn't that be 1999? And then that'd have been, been the 19th. In, that's not going to work either. Anyway, Mike Hertz, <laughs> he says, uh, Take my money. I'll sign up later. I've enjoyed hundreds of pods for free. It's only right to show some support. Why are they, Josh, when they don't show support? Uh, well, even if they do, they're still freeloading scumbag. Scumbags. Oh, <laughs> look at the fucking pirate. He couldn't come on the show, could he? But he's in there spamming the box. I'm delighted we got the win tonight, but can we touch on the nerve marked Leno and crosses? Well, Chris, if you came on the show, yes, you could. But, but we're not going to talk about it. He's, he's, in fact, we're only going to talk about anything else. <laughs> um, what were you going to say before we're going to go on to the, um, his, his loving of a good punch rather than a uh, uh, Martinez-style gonna... catch? I was going to talk about how um, we conceded a goal. And to be honest, now that we've talked about it for so long and the fact that <laughs> we've completely changed the format of this show, I didn't take any notes. So I think the format say, is, we've decided that it's going to be the, the post-show format. This is how we talk after a show. Right? It won't be long before I'm getting my phone out and showing him my fantasy football team that I've got Zaha and I've got loads of points because I'm top of the ABW fantasy fantasy league at the moment. I'm Do you have good. Dominic Calvert-Lewin though? No. No such thing. He's my striker. Made up name. I know, right? Let's talk about Leno. Now, talk about the goal. Um, Their goal was in the 45th minute. Mike, Mikhail Antonio, who who was it on ABW? says, I really rate him, and now he scored against us, so now we must shun him. Uh, It was someone on this week's show, so it wasn't me. It wasn't you. No. Uh, It might have been Carl. It could have been Femi. I'm going to say Femi, because Carl doesn't know what he's talking about, does he? It could have been Corey as well. I'm going to give it to Femi. Yeah. Femi knows his stuff. Yeah, so what happened? Talk us through the goal. Oh, I've got to try and remember. Oh, yeah, of course. It's uh, where Kalasinic, you know the you know the moon every year gets <laughs> slowly like a centimetre away from the earth <laughs> yeah. as it moves out of orbit. He's, that speed is still quicker than how quick Kalasinic uh, tracks back. It's ridiculous. Is it all his fault, though? Because if you um, the ball comes in from the right-hand side, doesn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, let's put it this way. If Kalasinic didn't do what he should have done, and he didn't do what he should have done, which was close his man down properly, then, yeah, then you start looking at what Rob Holden's done. And he's the wrong... Well... He's let his man come inside. Oh, geez, yeah, he's let his man wrong. come inside. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a phrase for after dark or if chris is on um it's not after dark anymore is it john's renamed it we will be relaunching the after dark of a new name we will when One john day. is finally allowed out here just yeah. as you said that your uh, monitor or your webcam went out of focus just to confuse all the listeners at home <laughs> it's gone blurry isn't it? <laughs> well, blurry. it you went out of focus but anyway <laughs> uh yeah so he's let his man come over his shoulder there's no set better and he put the ball in the back of the net i thought there was a chance of offside to be honest when i first saw it and i was really hoping it was offside uh the only thing that i realized when i look back at it is he is just as offside as the bamian was for our exactly, goal exactly what i was thinking so yeah what did you think of the goal because I know there's been a lot of people, you know, it's not like Arsenal fans to be sensitive when people mention things on Twitter, but there were people getting annoyed about the fact that you can't say that scoring, conceding a goal just before half time is the worst time to concede a goal. Uh, so what did you make of the fact that we did concede? Well, they even worked as a team and decided, hold on, we like like the four musketeers where one goes where one goes down we're all going down so the, the, the initial cross came in and then that would have been Karasnac who missed it and then it went right in front of Gabriel as he could have put it out and then Leno missed it and then beholding that a gentleman come beside no, that's not helping either is it so they all decided we're all going to fuck up rather than just one person because each one of those could have stopped the ball coming in they could have blocked it I think maybe Gabriel was a little bit concerned about putting it in the and putting in the net himself. Uh, Leno didn't have the ability to punch it because he was two foot off the floor and he just punched it to someone else. Martinez is probably sitting at home looking at this going, I'd have caught that, which is what should have happened. He should have caught it, everybody. But when when you got that that kind of um, attacking down that, that side like that, Kalasnic hasn't played for, like we said, none of you freeloading scumbags are going to find out when was the last time Kalasnic played for Arsenal. You get one bloody job, now go and do it, and we'll use that and claim it as our own. Here we go. Archangel's putting something here. Kalasnic didn't get close enough. Leno doesn't attack the cross. Zoidberg holding was bullied by Antonio like Drogba used to scare the scent scare Senderos. Um, hold on. That was a uh, great. Uh, I say that was a great battle in uh, in the game between Antonio and Holding. I thought they both had chances where they were getting on top of each other and. You could see towards the end of the game with you know sharing a joke between each other because yeah I think Rob Holding knows he had a game today against mm. Antonio uh, yeah there's not not all the forwards in the Premier League have got that combination of speed and strength yeah. so I think he won't come up against that every week good example of that is when um, you've got Leno standing in the middle, you've got little baby Bellerin there and you've got Antonio to next to Bellerin and he's pushing Bellerin into Leno and Bellerin's going, <laughs> Signor, Signor! And Antonio's going, shut it, boy. And it's squeezing him up. And then you can see Bellerin's trying to shove him across and then um, Antonio's got his, well, his left leg at a bit of an angle and he's leaning into it and he's going, you're not moving me fucking anywhere. And I thought, yeah, that just shows the kind of um, power that he's got. He's got the speed. He's got the intelligence to to do that on the corners, to get the crosses in, to do a really, really good player. And that's, he has played a few times for England as well, hasn't he? Not that either of us give yeah. a shit about England. I do give a shit about England. How dare you? Oh no, you're the one who does, aren't you? Yeah. You and you and um, Ellis. Ellis and I. Yeah, yeah. Ellis and I two people who care about the England national Ooh. team. We've got a um, we've got a Facebook message. It says uh, from Clinton May. Mirrored last season's game, we got away with that tonight. Six points out of six, followed up by the dirty pirate. If Rob Holder's hair hadn't receded so much, he'd have won the header. <laughs> Coming from Chris. There again, it's to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all feel his pain. <laughs> we we can't do anything. Yeah, the, the only thing I share in common with Rob Holding is it takes just amount of time to wash our own face. Now, it's <laughs> getting longer and longer. Can take considerably longer to wash our face than it did two years ago. Oh, uh, but 
what can we say about yeah further through that game but uh, at what point did you think that's it was settling for a point uh i didn't think we were settling for a point but one thing i did think one thing that i thought was very lucky with us was the fact that west ham uh, they all clearly saw what uh you know uh, what's his name? Declan Rice had done against us what two seasons ago, where he made his name in inverted commas in English football when he scored against us from thirty yards. So they were all trying it to try and you know boost their career and try and get linked to you know like a Chelsea or an Arsenal, basically a better club than West Ham. And that's what kind of helped us that it would just firing balls straight down the middle, just straight down the throat of Leno, and he could. He could deal with them all day long as they bounce through to Rosed, if not. So, a yeah, dodgy think... ones, though, wasn't there, where he, where he got take, he, and the ball came in and you had that weird-looking horse botherer. And then they thought, and then the, the, the um, commentator was going, oh, the horse botherer's got up and gone. And it wasn't the ball. The head had come from Antonio. I think it was Antonio. And then Leno jumped up, got the ball, fell over Sabayos. I think it was Sabayos, and fell yeah. onto his neck. And you see that in slow motion, you think... Wow, that is the kind of thing you could snap your neck with. Then we then we have to uh, see if the ink was dry on the Martinez deal and then just erase it all because <laughs> that looked yeah. so dodgy. Here you go Archangel saying um, every flat flapped, every cross not attacked, every catch drop. I'll be here to remind everyone. Isn't that a follow up from Sting? Could will yeah, be. That's, yeah. that's the uh, missing verts. But yeah, but sorry, Danny. The, the whole game, only one yellow card. I thought there'd been more. I thought they deserved more, didn't you? I think they deserved more. So I think mm-hmm. the only one was for that, as you say, the Fredericks tackle. Uh, but yeah, in the second half, yeah, should we talk a bit more about Lennox? I think that was the main talking point because we've already mm-hmm. mentioned the fact that everybody outfield didn't have a couldn't pass a ball for toffee tonight and yeah so what did you make of uh of leno and his general performance because he yeah yeah he's, he's come back from an injury this is only his who plays in the, the charity shield uh, martinez wasn't it yeah yeah so this is only his second game back from being out for six so it's got to be six months without football wasn't it yeah, must maybe be. even more than six months. Uh, Brighton game was during COVID. Uh, was post lockdown, I think. Was it? Okay, Chris. It was the last game. Gwen, it was the last game. Uh, Gwen Doozy played for us. Let's put it that way. Never heard of him. Chris yeah. singing is every every cross you drop, every punch you miss, every kick you take, every skill you fake. I'll be judging you. <laughs> Oh, we are. Look, Cometh King, William is shit. How dare you, sir? To be fair, Chris is never this funny when he's on the show. That's probably not him. It's probably um, Thingy Bob's dog. (laughs) Yes, probably. (laughs) Uh, uh, In the second half, uh, so we agreed, Leno, just going to take a while for him to get back to the player who's been our best player for the last two seasons up until when he got injured. Yeah, I think we knew that. Leno, that was one of the things that Martinez was better at him uh, or better than him at, was how he commanded the area in terms of how he claimed crosses. He was far more... Yeah, he wanted to catch and hold on to a ball more often, but I think Leno is generally a little bit better uh, and we know he can cope with the pressure of having a player who's fit pushing him you know, it's the second choice that's of decent quality pushing him and trying to win the position over, which was something that Martinez didn't have in his locker and didn't seem like he really fancied, you know, spending time trying to establish himself at Arsenal when he could go to Villa. He's going to start over Tom Heaton, who's injury prone. Um, Pepe Reina's not there anymore. Yeah, he's going to start every week. So he doesn't need to think about that anymore. And it's just easier for him. He will play football, guaranteed to play football. Plus, he tripled his wages from 20 to 60 grand. 
Russ Wilkinson, Dracula handles crosses better than Leno did today. <laughs> We're all joking about Leno, but I don't think any Arsenal fan hasn't got full confidence in Leno. I think we should stop talking about it because it's not even a point, is it? Oh, yeah, Chris is on it again. My talents are wasted here. I'm off to go. I'm going to AFTV, who it seems by the tweets were um, adhering to the um, social distancing of six in a the room. There was 12 of them. <laughs> Bless their socks. Um Oh, yeah, Fem's just put something. Here we go. I can see why we're still going after the Brentford keeper. I thought that it was that that bloke from the, the mustard team in France that we were getting from Dijon. Yeah, we got I, think, I think we'd be going after both, to be honest. Mm. I think the reason we're trying to get hold of Brentford keeper, I think, is a long-term one. And the fact that we'd be happy to loan him back to Brentford next season. Um kind of says that he's a long-term one rather than uh you know having him for just the sake of 12 months we need him for longer and maybe he's kind of seen as the long-term replacement for leno as well i don't yeah. think either of them looking i'm the only game i've seen that brentford play um goalie play was in the the playoff semi-final or the final where he the bloke they conceded the free kick from the middle of nowhere but a yeah, shit that, goalkeeping that was the final uh, uh, yeah, there you Brian. go. Joe Bryan scored from about 40 yards away. On the far left-hand side, even he didn't expect it to go in. No, he just did everybody with the eyes and just, yeah, stuck it down <laughs> the near post, which is fair enough. But that, I'd say I'd caveat that with when you're defending set pieces, the keeper's not making that decision on his own. There's thoughts in terms of the set piece and coaching that he'd be out there. Uh, and that far out of the bench. But yeah, I think K-Man 1867 makes a great point that was evidence that we need Partey. I'd say, yeah, evidence we need a player like Partey in that midfield. What, what role would he do there? As in, would we take either with Xhaka? No, I think we would move to a three-man midfield because we don't really have that. Like a Xhaka, Ceballos, Elneny, midfield doesn't really work and switch out Elneny for Willock that again isn't strong enough for midfield we need somewhere else in there that can uh, has got a bit more presence about them a bit more established and got that kind of um, uh, you know you've got the experience about them that I think we are missing hugely and I think another upside is uh, you wouldn't see Kolasinic as much as well. Going by the way, Shackle played the other night, the team I can never say they could have done with him back. Uh, Avon Teddington? I think people have, have yet, haven't yet realised how important David Raya deal might be for Arsenal. The question is not, is when, not if he's going to be at Arsenal. The question is when, not if he's going to be Arsenal's number one. I think uh, Avon's talked that a bit too quickly. I've only seen one game and I've judged. There needs to be a comma in there somewhere, a couple of commas. I think he's saying not not when. It's a question of when. No, it's uh, not if, it's when. Yeah. yeah. We got there eventually. There we go. Freeloading scumbags, Mike Hurts. The 11th of August 2018, be sporting the last time Cola played for Arsenal. 2018. <laughs> That's not right. Mike, <laughs> Mike, you're on drugs. It's not We've been trolled. I've definitely seen it. him play after that. Uh, well, unless, of course, he's trying to put the wool over our eyes. Um, mm, easily done. Yeah, easily done. <laughs> Carlito says, if we get party and Aurora, um, Xhaka will be superfluous. I completely disagree with that. Uh, Ooh, you know how much Mikel Arteta loves a left foot and he has spoken about having a left foot in defence, he'll want exactly the same for midfield. Xhaka will stay, so Bios will be the one that I think will get um, get rotated out. And you can see that Sabios isn't consistent enough yet. And I think that's why we only got him on a loan as well. He hasn't got the consistency to be a top-level player. If he gets that, he'll be world-class. Um, so, yeah, and I think on David Rea as well... Although some people might say six foot isn't tall for a goalkeeper, there is at least one goalkeeper in the Premier League I can think of who is also six foot, and that what? is Matt Ryan of Brighton. How, how tall was the Real Madrid one? The their greatest ever goalkeeper. Michael Casillas is six foot. Uh, there you go. Yeah, magnificent goalkeeper. Uh, Joshua Page says uh, 
This is Joshua Page on YouTube. Everyone seems to forget how great Leno was last year. I didn't. Best, he was our best player for the whole two seasons he was playing for. Without him, we'd have been relegated. We'd be playing in the championship. Yeah, definitely. I think since Leno's come in, he's been a superb goalkeeper for us. And I think, yeah, um, generally, I think he's just been one of our best players, like standout players, other than Aubameyang. He's absolutely been standout and consistent for us. Um, you know, mm. as much as goalkeepers can go home and have bad games, our strikers have had bad games as well, to be honest. Um, yeah, and again, Leno won't won't go to Bayern either. Uh, Bayern have got their goalkeeping situation sorted for the next 10 years. Uh, yeah, they just got someone in, didn't they? What did you think to uh, at 1-1? And they said El Nenny's coming on. Yet again, I had another Wenger flashback when we were going, hold on, we're playing at home, it's 1-1, we need to score a goal. Let's bring on Danielson or let's bring on one of those other crab-like defensive midfielders. And then, yeah, I then we scored. Yeah, I thought bringing El Nenny was the change I would have made. Uh, we we should talk about Pepe as well, who'd come on earlier. Um, mm. But I'll, I'll talk about him in a second. We'll go through El Nenny first, uh, mm. or not coming on. He was the change I think we had, because we had no control in the midfield. Uh, I think Sabios's passing wasn't great. I think the fact that he's finally made a forward run and burst into the box is what slowly kind of broke through uh, was the thing that we needed to see basically against West Ham because um, we didn't have any runners from midfield and uh, you know it's almost like we stood out on the uh, touchline to kind of you know put a rocket up the arse of Sabayos because you know <laughs> you could see as soon as he obviously glanced over saw El Nenny warming up he thought oh bloody hell I better go and do something and uh yeah, I think it was a, a great piece of off-the-ball movement to get through, and the pass for Enketia was just absolutely perfect. Uh, Everyone's updated his statement, if you want to read it. Yeah, I can see it. I didn't know if you want me to read it or... Uh, yeah, go on, you read yeah. it. I'll keep... I will say it. Aaron Tennington has said, people haven't yet realised the significance of the David Rea deal. He will be Arsenal's number one, either this season or next. That's a sound Sky Sports. That's a shout. That's a very big shout. I might say from the 20... Oh, no. What's the problem with the year 2022 and stuff? It's the 20... <laughs> it's going to be the 22-23 season is where I'd kind of expect, uh, you know, Rhea may be pushing to be number one. Thunder yeah. says, oh, Black is only six foot one. Great keeper. Yeah, there are great goalkeepers that aren't six foot five and full of muscles as the great um member that hats once sung about that's for uh land down under pramod says uh bellerin had a poor game wings were dead today i thought in, in the um for, for the entire game if the ball went down the right hand side it was sabios and bellerin doing one twos and bellerin crossing it to no one and if it went down the left hand side then it'd be either saka or um obama young and they would be running in with it and then low cram low passing it or having a shot themselves on so there was real there was a lot of unevenness isn't there we missed tyranny and uh, ryan cost says Tyranny injured. He had a tight hip, Ryan, so he should be all right. Didn't want to waste it. Uh, Kreftan, remember we're talking about the fullbacks. Kreftan says, I am 203 centimetres, that's witchcraft, which I think is six foot six or six foot seven. Hold on. Chris is one metre five, and he says that's six foot six. <laughs> hmm. I think he yeah. says he's five ten, doesn't he? Who does Chris? Cover the um, the fullbacks and the pepe thing the, like you were going to. I think the fullbacks for them. Uh, oh, men work, not men without hats. Men without hats do the safety dance. Sorry, Darren Clifford, you have corrected me. Um, but yeah, in terms of the fullbacks, I think you could see from Bellerin's side that I think his link up with Willian wasn't great. And you could kind of see how bad Fulham were last week. I no, they're going to finish bottom. To look at was yeah, <laughs> they were very much cannon fodder um, <sighs> for us because yeah, William was just all over the all over the shop, just running the show against Fulham, and now we've come up against an established Premier League side, and yeah, there's been a bit of a we've not been great, 
And Saka on the other side, again, as we've kind of said, the guy hasn't played a game for us for God knows how long. And I think he would have been a lot better if he also had Tierney in behind him as well. Uh, a player who is match fit and has also been kind of key to, if you remember the, you know, that kind of Abamian goal that we've now kind of given the moniker of the Arteta goal. The, per- the player that starts that is generally a long ball from Tierney. And I think that's a big thing to look at is that how important Tierney is in that build-up play or early part of the build-up play. Because uh, he's got everything, hasn't he? He's got the pace yeah. of Saka. He's got the defend- better defender than Kalasnic. And he's got the crossing ability of... Rivaldo. Yeah, there you go. Because yeah. you can't pick an Arsenal player, can you? No. <laughs> For crossing ability, the you're last, going through. The last, the last one who was good down there was Steve Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in the, the mid 1980s. Oh, yeah. There's one for the dads. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and yeah, and then just Pepe's cameo, I think, is the best way to describe it. He had some interesting moments, much like he did last season. There's a big mm. thing. But I think he's going to get. I still think this season is going to be where we see the best from Pepe, but I think he needs to be starting some games. And we couldn't drop, you couldn't drop. Someone asked us, Are we going to talk about William? That's the first thing we were talking about on the beginning of the show. But you can't drop William after he had a game like he did against uh, Championship side Fulham in the first game of the season, can you? No, exactly. And I think that might have, like, I'd kind of thought after I kind of saw the Fulham game that maybe we'd see Pepe play like the home fixtures, William play the away fixtures. But as you say, if a player gets two assists and is very crucial to the other goal as well because I'm not calling that other uh, assist that's not an assist um, not in real football anyway fantasy football sure that's that he got three assists he got two Ooh, can you bring up two and a half and move on sure <laughs> 2.4 <laughs> 2.4 assists for him but yeah he was poor today and that was the I think when we did the uh, rumours that we were rumoured with him coming in. I think that was the other, that was the worry. That was the William I remember seeing for Chelsea is that one that blows very hot or cold. And I think he possibly could have come off earlier. Um, but as you say, he, I think the kind of plan Arteta would have had before the season would have started would have been, yeah. I'll start Partey again, uh, Pepe, sorry, against uh, West Ham and Willian will play against Fulham. Uh, well, the difference between Pepe and Willian, the main thing is their speed, isn't it? Willian is the, is the tricky one who's going to run in and out and cut in all the time and, and Pepe is going to be the one that's going to run at 90 mile an hour unless they manage to bar, hit barge him out onto the touchline, which is what yeah. happens as soon as he come on. Yeah, it was kind of the problem, wasn't it? That if you even touch him a little bit, he gets so out of control because he's going so fast he then just ends up stumbling over and you almost want him to fall over more often because he'd win mm-hmm. fouls instead but because he wants to you know keep himself um kind of pure he wants to stay up on his feet as much as he can and continue with the rush uh with the run because he's got so much to prove as well it's another thing to add um but yeah i think that kind of covers I know we need to talk about the other girl. I know we did with Enketia. So what else do we we do in this? We only we only covered it a little bit. It's uh yeah because uh, we're bringing up the signs and then uh, I thought um El Nenny's going to come on and the only way that's going to work is if we're going to push Sabios forward. But Sabios has only played one and a half games for us since he's come back. And then Sabios saw he was going to be hauled off and went hold on a sec, ding dang dong, have a little bit of this, put it through, lovely. And uh, another Nats testicle away from being offside and Ketia scores. And then after that, I think we could have had another one or two goals, couldn't we? Because West Ham, look, well, they'd, they'd gone, oh, fuck, we ain't going to win this now. They'd, it almost looked like they'd given up, didn't it? Or did it? I think they were they were starting to push for it, didn't they? Because Aubameyang got in almost immediately afterwards. And uh, I was kind of cursing when he didn't bury that shot he had. And it just went straight down the throat of Fabianski. You know you need to kind of get closer to a goalkeeper of that quality to get past it, you weren't going to beat him from that distance. And there was the space for him to run into as well. Uh, I think 
it was generally just quite a tired performance from our players. You could kind of see it that they're not fully fit at all. We've had a, had a, a bit part pre-season because then you think, well, we just finished the season. Can we have a pre-season when the season has finished and then the next season starting? And I think having a, a two-week gap from the charity shield to the first game of the season, that kind of messed it up for us as well. But it's going to come good, isn't it? Because in the way we played, we've got we've got six points. We've conceded, we scored five goals and conceded one in the first two games of the season. Yeah, and I think that's a great base to start out from. And we've got a difficult, we're going into a difficult period. Hmm. Uh, from now, I think we've, Liverpool's our next game. Uh, then we have Leicester, I think. Leicester's midweek, and then yeah, and then and then it's um, well, that's the Carabao Cup, isn't it? That one, yeah. Or the Cup. One, yeah, we've got Leicester on on the twenty third, seven forty five, and then on the twenty eighth, we've got Liverpool another eight fifteen kickoff, which is probably a little bit better for us because it means uh, we're on going to be awake. But uh, Maitland Niles, what do you reckon to that? Him playing so well yet again and being dropped. What would who would have, who took his place? Uh, Saka played over him. See, I don't like that. I think Maitland-Niles has, pro- has produced, no matter where you stick him, every game he produces, and Saka's been a bit flaky. Of saying that, he, he, he had a big hand in both the goals, so I kind of take that back. But when he wasn't doing that, I was a little bit concerned about Saka. He didn't seem on it. He didn't seem sharp there again. If you're saying that's... I agree with you. Most yeah. of the team did look like that. I think they all kind of, yeah, they all didn't look fit. And I was a little surprised that we didn't see, uh, yeah, that Maitland-Nars didn't come in. But then when Tierney goes off injured and, yeah, I I thought we might have seen some rotation there. But Hmm. But we're not questioning Arteta, are we? Arteta knows. No, this is still part of his honeymoon period as well. Six months. We all agreed. 30 30 games he's played as manager? Man, not played. Yeah. Yeah. After 30 games. I think we've got so many, you know, fixtures coming up. It's been thick and fast for him that, you know, if we're playing badly and we're still winning, you know, if we went, I think we've got more faith in what we've seen from our test. This isn't like if we go on the Emery run of 22 games unbeaten, which was a bit like, oh, yeah, but we were playing shocking football. I think we can all agree as a fan base that we won't see 22 games unbeaten and it all be getting through by the skin of our teeth. Lucky football. I think we're going to do it. Yeah. I think we're going to do quite well. Generally. Got a question from Pete Coulson. I'll give it to you. Uh, He says, considering we play the bin dippers next week, would you play Ozil and Gwendouzi against Leicester or let them rot in their own smegma? As Chris would say, on a side note, Ozil tweeted a picture of him playing in his Real Madrid kit. Real Madrid have just got rid of one of their creative players, Bale, the croc. Any chance that Ozil could fuck off to Real Madrid? <laughs> in the uh, like reverse, if everything's going back in time. Yeah. Bale's going back to uh, Spurs, <laughs> so we'll send them back uh, yeah. Ozil. It's an exchange deal. Maybe. Anything I, in that? I don't think there is anything no. in that. Just hopeful thinking from Arsenal fans. What can we say? He had a little thing that, but... uh, in his tweet saying that um, um, if the gods decided it's right for him to move, then he'll move. And I thought, well, if the gods haven't decided to let you play a game in the last two years, have they? Yeah, exactly. You might want to pick another one. Yeah. Some of the Viking uh... ones, they don't fuck around. <laughs> They're my favourite this week. I think, yeah, for the Liverpool game, I've heard Gwendozi's back in training. Whether or not that means he's fully integrated, or it's just a case of you don't want to try and sell a player who, you know, hasn't done it anything close to training. Mm. Sorry, you're keeping Pram- me up. Pramod said, uh, "I've been up since one. I've only had six hours sleep." He says Erzul would go to Basakashir, Turkish team. I think they're um, I think they're the one with all the money. Doesn't Gail Clichy play for them? I think he did. And I think Adebayor played there as well. Um, I think we should should start. There was a question, wasn't it? I'll ask you this one as well. From Kerry Tannenen, why Ainsley didn't start over Tierney? Do you think maybe it's just too short notice? Yeah, I think if if we play four at the back, I think Maitland-Niles would have played left back for us. But because we're still going with this three at the back system, 
I think that's that's why we've seen uh, yeah we saw Kalasnich come in. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, someone's asked here. Sire's asked if we saw the under twenty three game. I did. I watched it all, but I missed those two goals. So I was making a drink. So we're going <laughs> to pretend that didn't happen. Um, there you uh, go. I also missed those two goals, but I didn't watch the game at all. Okay. Uh, Joshua Page on the YouTube says, "Urzel will leave in nine months. Not any sooner, unfortunately." Well, that's true. First um, of June next year. Mark the mark your calendar, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Crefton says, "Don't mention the year." You just made me mention it. I don't know what the hell it is. Um, well, I think, go on. Uh, I think I was going to say we were only meant to do about half an hour on these, weren't we? On these oh, God, we've done 51 minutes. I know, right? So I was going to say probably time for us to wrap it up. Wise words. So uh, thank you all for um, joining on the various different platforms that we're now on. We're basically multi-channel. At some point, you'll be able to tap three numbers into your Sky remote and we'll pop up yep. up there. You'll see our lovely lovely faces wherever you'd like to see them. But yeah, thank you to everybody who's joined us on the YouTube, on the Facebook, and on the Twitch. I'm sorry, everybody on Twitch, you've had to put up with Chris being in your chat box. Um, <laughs> there are selling points of being on the other platforms for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know when the podcast is this week because we have a midweek fi fixture as well. So probably on Thursday, but I couldn't tell you who's on any of them. Uh, we are planning on trying to get some people who haven't been on for a while back on. Um, some of them may have been gallivanting around uh, Southern Europe Drinking so, wine, drinking wine, and eating, eating a lot of red meat. Uh, <laughs> the other one, I think, is now basically like Mini Ornstein, uh, and the other one is currently doing a lot of cricketing. I think because cricket season is up. That's it. It's it's the return of the holy one. So he will come and he will admonish, abolish. He will forgive you all your sins because he is an actually ordained minister. The Reverend Raj is returning, and unlike baby Jesus, it's not going to be once a year. Hopefully no. not. Hopefully not. And he will bring plenty of holy water with him because this this podcast has gone down the drain since it has since it last on um so danny i can only have one thing to say to you go on please could you turn this off before we have to start going through what's in my globe <laughs> you are a tease thank you very much josh thank you very much everybody good night as soon as i scored that goal i was fucking livid splendid business get down dog <laughs>